Search, browse, buy. Black Press Media brings you today's drive. Find your new vehicle on our exclusive platform and get driving. At todaysdrive.com, you'll have access to inventory across B.C. where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. With new and used vehicles from the dealership around the corner and dealers across B.C., the best venue to find your next vehicle is todaysdrive.com. Welcome to PQ Beat a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. Today, we're pleased to have a chance to chat with a longtime firefighter who in 2021 became the chief of the Qualicum Beach Fire Department. Welcome, Peter Cornell. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you went to school? Yeah, I actually grew up in Qualicum Beach and went to school in Qualicum. After high school, I decided to pursue my golf maintenance career and got a diploma in horticulture, came back to the area in 96, decided to join as a volunteer firefighter. What made you want to go into the golf area at the beginning? Golf was booming in the mid-90s. I was enjoying golfing and decided to take that as a career path. Life changed and firefighting is where I became now. So at what point did you realize that you know, maybe I want to become a firefighter and what did that process entail? Well, working on the golf business, I also decided to volunteer as a firefighter. After a couple of years of volunteering, I enjoyed the business of being in the fire service and I started pursuing my education in the fire service, which eventually allowed me to become a fire inspector and deputy fire chief. How long was the pre-education before you became a fireman? Well, usually about three to four years of education to become a firefighter, another couple of years for emergency vehicle operation, another took me about six or seven years for fire officer certification. And so when exactly did you begin your career in Qualicum Beach? I began my career in the early 2000s doing the part-time fire inspections and public education for the fire department. What are some of the changes in the fire service since you first joined? I think the biggest changes that we've seen is a lot more into firefighter physical and mental health. There's regular check-ins after traumatic incidents. Firefighters are also visiting with clinical counselors on a regular basis, annual medicals. Turnout gear is now getting cleaned after most incidents. All new fire halls are now getting washers to wash clothes, showers, so none of that type of carcinogens and toxins is going back to these paid-on-call firefighters' families and houses. How important is the mental health aspect? Mental health is huge. We need to deal with it at the time. We can't let it build up. And so having regular check-ins, both after traumatic incidents and annually or biannually, can't be stressed enough. What's the most rewarding part of your job? I think the most rewarding part of the job is seeing somebody join as a volunteer paid-on-call firefighter, go through all the education to become a firefighter, emergency vehicle operator, and fire officer, and then become either an officer in our department or moving on to a career firefighter position in a larger municipality. How important is your role in the community? Can it be overstated? It really can't, can it? Our role in the community is only as good as the members that join, and we are neighbors, protecting neighbors is how... We work, we're not staffed 24-7. Each of us needs to protect our own, and we are there, we're out there to support each other. What's the most difficult part of your job? The most difficult part of the job is definitely our recruitment. The only way of running a hall is having our neighbours protect our neighbours, and we really need people to step up and join to become a volunteer paid-on-call firefighter. If you were going to give residents one or two key fire prevention tips, what might they be? It's not really fire prevention, but one of the challenges we have is municipal addressing. 
people don't realize that this time of year they hang up a nice hanging basket and that now covers their visible municipal address that they have in their house that's good for the other 10 months of the year they can see or they take down that municipal address to stain or paint their house in the summer and it doesn't go back up for a couple of years they need to be visible a contrasting color to your house and also visible at dusk in the morning at night from across the road we can't find your house it makes it really difficult to help you <laughs> Have you ever encountered a really strange thing that started a fire? There's never any strange things that start a fire, but every time you think that we're going to an emergency incident that we've seen it all, we go and find something else that we've never seen before. And the list goes on of you think you've seen it and you roll up and go, I've never seen this before. What's the strangest call you've ever been out on? We have actually done a rescue out of a cat out of a tree. They say firemen never do it, and we actually did do one of those quite a few years ago. So that was probably... The one thing I never thought I'd see that we did see is rescuing the cat out of a tree. (laughs) Can you walk us through that process? It was actually in a neighborhood, and we actually had to set up our ladder truck and go over top of a house to rescue this cat that was in a tree. What's something about firefighters in the PQB area that people might not know? When we get people coming to our station door visiting in public, they always assume that the area is protected by staff 24-7 that live in the fire station. All the departments in District 69 are protected by fellow residents with families, friends, and regular jobs. We're protected by each other is what we're protected by. Are you always recruiting for new firefighters in the area? We're always recruiting. We have a recruitment drive right now that'll finish with interviews in, and training in September and a recruitment class starting in October. So if anybody's interested in joining, now's the time to go to qbfirerescue.com and fill out an application. How many members do you have in the department right now? We have 26 in the department, and we're hoping to get the number up to 30. What are some of the roles that your volunteers might take on? So the volunteer slash paid-on-call firefighters, we call them, they can be emergency vehicle driver operators, they can run auto extrication tools, they can do rope rescue, medical calls, hazmat calls, wildland, structure fires, elevator rescues. The list is endless on some of the tasks that they're required to do on a regular basis during training and incidents. And how often might a volunteer get called? In Qualcomm Beach, we do about 250 to 300 calls a year, so it averages a few times a week. The other question we get is, I don't think I could get up in the middle of the night every night. We only go out in the nighttime between, say, midnight and 6 o'clock in the morning, maybe once every two weeks, so that's not a big hindrance on joining. The other thing people say is, I don't want to do structure fires every week. There might be a structure fire in our area once every two weeks, but that's in the whole District 69 area. So that's not our prime incident we attend. What are some of the department's plans for the next 12 months? We're out in the Qualcomm Beach Farmers Market on Saturday morning. We're at the street market on Thursday night with our recruitment tent. This is also our 75th anniversary, so we'll be having an open house in October, and you see the decals on all our trucks driving around the area. Also, start recruiting with our members for our youth fire camp that'll be running spring break of March of 2023. That'll be running our 14th time running the event. So we'll be out trying to get graded 11 and 12 students over the next, say, six months to run that program for 16 high school students. Can you fill us in a little bit more on the camp? What exactly does that entail? So the youth fire camp started in uh, 2004 with 16 grade 11 and 12 students. We bring them into the fire station for a week, so seven days. They sleep, they eat. We train them. Everything that we put a regular firefighter through just condensed, and they end up graduating the following Saturday with CPR certificate and a new skill and appreciation for the fire service. 
Many of them do join either the Qualicum Beach or an area fire department after that as a junior member or wait a little bit longer to become a regular member when they turn 19. How long do you plan to keep doing this personally? I think I probably got another 10 years left leading the, the members of the department. It's an enjoyment every day, a huge time to member. It's a great enjoyment. And what does the rest of your summer look like? I think the weather's finally turned nice, so it's time to get the bike out in the trails and get some home chores and yard chores done with the weather finally turning to a point where we can get it done. Edith, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.